This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 120. Happy, Happy World, World Animal, Animal Day. Day! Moo! Quack. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Zeners, welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicky, and this is Larissa. Well, today's episode of our podcast is dedicated to animals everywhere. Yay! Yay! We're going to be sharing information about World Animal Day, which is actually today. The day, well, we're in the future. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's the day that this is rolling out, October fourth. Fourth, right? Uh, I was trying to do math see <laughs> math especially like under pressure is no, not a good thing for me it's no <laughs> it's like me and dates <laughs> dates yeah. oh reading dates. i thought you meant like going out on a date i was Ooh. like oh, okay wow. can't <laughs> do that right. i'm getting married <laughs> uh, well we still go on dates well yeah but not with anybody else oh uh, yeah okay, okay. Um, hopefully not. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be sharing information with you guys about World Animal Day, what it is, how it got started, and ways that you can get involved. Awesome. And hopefully you're not listening to this too late and it's already passed. <laughs> well, then you just plan for next year. Or it's you can still, I mean, because some of the stuff we're going to be sharing is pretty much throughout the year. Every Animal day. 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 You can do it in the name of World Animal Day. Right. right? Okay. Exactly. But first, we have a rating. We do. Yay. And this is from the U.S. from JS5110. And the the uh, title of this review is Paleo to Veg. And she says, I think it's a she, says, For the last few years, I've eaten and blogged about my gluten-free and mostly paleo recipes. After having a spiritual awakening, I found that I could no longer eat animal products and consider myself compassionate. While searching for more info, I stumbled upon the podcast. So many podcasts are militant and seem angry, but that's not the case with these two. Seriously, huge veggie crush on them. <laughs> that's the first time I've ever heard that. I, that, I know. That's awesome. Uh, and she goes on to say, they discuss how to transition into a veggie lifestyle in a practical way and without judgment of what you may still include in your meals. Definitely give a listen. Well, thank you so thank much. Thank you you so much and i thought this was a really good review to read today too which mm -hmm. is world animal day yes from paleo to veg that's that's big that is that is very big all right so we have a news article to share yeah this is really cool this is now i i think that it's gonna be a while before this is implemented in our country sad to say but it's still it's an awesome idea you know what but you say that and I, th I things have been moving so fast. That's true. It's really crazy. In a lot I mean, of ways. A lot of ways. I mean, I would have never thought I could get married uh, mm -hmm. in this country, and now we can. So, uh, just things change, and I think it's it starts with people. It's yeah, not like we definitely. like we remember in the uh, movie we saw the Plant Pure Nation. Mm -hmm. Never starts in the government. It's all about the people That's that right. that make things change. So I think this could happen soon. But sorry, I interrupted your That's story. That's okay. So so now we'll we've kept everybody in suspense as to what this awesome idea is. 
It's uh, in Germany. There is a grocery store that it's it's called a zero waste grocery store. So there's no packaging, no plastic, no big name brands in the store, which is just an amazing concept. Vicky's trying not to laugh. Jake is like having he's doing something. He's, he's picking on one of the girls or cat or something. But he's no, like they, just, it's just him. <laughs> He's just running back and forth behind me. He gets me crazy all by himself. sometimes. We call it the kitty crazy. Sorry, I interrupted you again. That's okay. Um, so anyway, this grocery store is located in Germany. It's called Un, uh, Unverpackt, which I think means unpackaged. And it's called. It's considered a zero-waste store by not having any packaging. So everything is in bulk form. So bins or... Uh, even for even like shampoo and milk and think liquid things yeah. are in like big containers with like a spout and you can get containers from there recyclable containers or you can bring your own which is so cool because um everything is sold by weight and then you just get exactly what the amount you need so it discourages waste in you know wasting food or or products it also discourages or creates less waste by not having all the packaging and then they also don't have all of the brand names the big brand names yeah they carry mostly organic products Mm -hmm. well yeah organic and then um yeah as far as pricing goes it says that some of the products are more expensive but mainly because they're organic. It's not because of the way that the store is set up. So you're get you're getting you're paying a little bit more, but you're not you're they're taking some of that payment from the at the ads, the brands, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Right, exactly. Right. And then hopefully, you know, if you can just get what what you need for the week, as much as you need for the week, then there's less waste at home so you're not throwing things out and uh, wasting things. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah, so they stock their shelves using a bulk bin system, right? Mm-hmm. And then they have an assortment of fruits and all of mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, pretty cool. So um, hopefully we'll get something like that here one of these days. Um, but if you go to Germany, this is in Berlin. The store is in Berlin. So if you go to Berlin, um, check it out and report back. Or if you are from Berlin. Or if you are in <laughs> Berlin. Um, that's really cool. And like I said, I really have hopes that things will change soon. I mean, mm-hmm. I think people are just starting to vote with their dollars and mm-hmm. the companies have to start paying attention. Absolutely. All right. Upcoming events. Well, October is a pretty big month for us, right? Yes. So it's, uh, first of all, the entire month of October is Vegetarian Awareness Month. And your birthday is in October. Okay. <laughs> it's not in <laughs> I October? I thought about that. Yeah, it is. No, I changed it. It's in March now. Uh, no, I, I hadn't even thought about that. Um Birthdays aren't really a big thing for me, but, um, but yeah, so the whole month is a month to celebrate vegetarianism. And then, so that starts off with uh, World Vegetarian Day on October 1st. And then, the, of course, you know, there are things going on throughout the month, and we'll be kind of talking about some of those as the month goes on, I'm sure. Uh, and then uh, October 4th, of course, it's World Animal Day, which we'll be talking about today, but it's also... National Taco Day. <laughs> I'll let you say that because you're the taco connoisseur. I am. Uh, the Mexican Tex-Mex food is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So uh, I'm going to do a blog post for that. So um, Just had meatless tacos for lunch, as a matter of fact. That's right. You did. I had a yes. peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll be doing a blog post for National Taco Day. So look for that on October 4th. 
All right, are we ready to move into the main topic? Let's do this. Okay, so as we mentioned, we're going to be discussing World Animal Day, and we're going to start with the mission of the day. So, right. Larissa, you want to you want to read this, and this is from their official website at worldanimalday.org.uk. Right. Okay, so I'm just going to read this real fast here. So the mission of World Animal Day is to raise the status of animals in order to improve welfare standards around the globe. Building the celebration of World Animal Day unites the animal welfare movement, mobilizing it into a global force to make the world a better place for all animals. It's celebrated in different ways in every country, irrespective of nationality, religion, faith, or political ideology. Through increased awareness and education, we can create a world where animals are always recognized as sentient beings and full regard is always paid to their welfare. That's an awesome mission statement. That is. That is. But it's so interesting that when World Animal Day was actually started way back in 1931, it was started for a completely different reason. Well, com- I say completely different, but a pretty different reason. Yeah, it was actually started in Florence, Italy in 1931 at a convention of e- ecologists who wished to highlight the plight of the endangered species. So mm-hmm. it was really just about endangered animals. Right. And, you know, that's just so sad that to think that, you know, way back in 19, and we say way back <laughs> in 1931, I mean, endangered species were still like an issue. And, you know, that's just kind of sad. But when you think how much worse it is today with um, global warming and, you know, loss of habitat from uh, human use of the planet and misuse of the planet, it's just... It's just amazing to think that even back then, you know, that was an issue that was considered. Yeah. And so October 4th was chosen as a day to celebrate because it is actually the feast day of St. Francis of Assisi, who is the Catholic patron saint of animals and the environment. Mm-hmm. I did know this. I did know this, <laughs> having grown up in a Catholic environment when I was a kid. Yeah, this is, he is the the animal dude. The animal dude. Uh, you know, and, and I knew about uh, him being the patron saint of animals, but I didn't realize that he's also considered the patron for the environment as well. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, our, the current pope actually took his name when he changed his, his name, when he became pope, he uh, assumed the name of Francis uh, after St. Francis of Assisi. So. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I didn't know that in mm-hmm. particular, but, you know, he has been, and, and I'm not promoting Pope here necessarily because <laughs> I'm not Catholic anymore, but I will say that I think it is pretty cool that he's pretty brave about talking uh, to the politicians about the importance of the environment and the mm-hmm. climate change. Yeah. That's very risky. That's yes. not really something that has been done before. Right, exactly. So over the years since... Uh, its establishment in 1931, World Animal Day has has kind of shifted in its purpose, and it's a pretty radical shift. So it's now focused, as you heard in the mission statement, focused on the uh, improving the welfare of all animals. So it's not just endangered species, but and you know it's a good that's a good shift, right? But I think it's important to still remember that we still really need to work to protect endangered species as well. 
Yeah, we still have a lot of work to do there. I mean, there's animals that are just, I mean, they need to be around for a while. And we're, uh, you know, hopefully, like I said, I think people are starting to really pay attention to this stuff. Mm-hmm. Especially with social media. I think social media really helps to highlight and spread the messages. Like, I mean, even this cowardly lion dude. Oh, that that came out like... <laughs> That was unintended. The, yeah, the, the dentist, stupid dentist guy. that yeah. went and shot that lion and all that. Uh, that is, that even just ten years ago wouldn't have gotten around the way it's gotten around mm-hmm. because social media highlights a lot of this stuff. So mm-hmm. that's for that. That's really good. It is right. So uh, what some ways? What are some ways then that we can help? protect endangered species. All right. I think, first of all, it's really important that, you know, not a lot of people like to pay attention to politics. I know you and I typically do not. Mm -hmm. But I think it is important that you understand what legislation is out there and where your particular representatives stand on legislation and that you let your voice be heard because Mm -hmm. the people like these stupid dentists and, you know, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) not Not all dentists, dentists. (laughs) this stupid dentist is what I meant to say. We're going to get like emails from dentists. Sorry, dentist. No, no. I just meant this idiot dentist, this one particular dentist. That went out and did this. I mean, they typically have money. They go on these Mm -hmm. tours and all that where they go killing animals and they have money to let their representatives know. And, and, you know, they're like influencing, they're lobbying Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And so it's important that we're, you may not have a lot of money to support and that's okay, but you should at least be going out and letting your voice be heard and and making sure that people understand that this is important to you. Right. So uh, legislation like the Endangered Species Act, for Mm -hmm. example. And and I think that kind of goes back to the point you were saying about social media is that, you know, so many petitions are are started online now and then shared via social media. So that's a really good way to do that. And then there's relying less on animals for food. Mm -hmm. And I think that... Most of the people that listen to our podcast are either vegetarians, vegans, or they're at least trying to eat a little bit more plant-based. And that's why we celebrate. We try to celebrate every every effort here to eat a little bit less meat or right. to rely a little bit less on animals for food overall. So even if it's somebody who's not ready to be a vegetarian or vegan, but they're just starting to incorporate more of a like a meatless Monday or mm-hmm. just trying to make lunch vegan or vegetarian, that's an awesome win because the more people that do things like that, those are little drops in the bucket that in the end make a do do make a big difference. Right. And you know, I think it's it's important that because you know people might hear us say that and say well yeah but we don't eat lions and tigers well no you don't but when we have um large areas of land converted to pasture land or or to growing food for livestock that we that people do eat that contributes to destroying the environment that these wild endangered animals live in and that's what is is uh, that's why it's so important to eat less animals uh, yeah for and, food and right. protect their habitat exactly yeah all right so who sponsors the world animal day world animal day now is sponsored by the nature watch foundation and their website if you want to go check it out is it'll be in the show notes but it's naturewatch.org And they are, from what I was reading, I wasn't familiar with them, but what I was reading on their website is they're they're an English um, group organization. And they seem to be, to me, to be kind of the British version of PETA. 
Um, it's they have the same type of thing. They have their you know huge advocates for animals. They have you know demonstrations and they have um, aware awareness uh, literature and things. They also have a similar something similar to what PETA has the uh, cruelty free list, and so they they're very similar. So they are the ones who sponsor World Animal Day. All right. And then some of the events that are held for World Animal Day, and this is according to the, their website, the World Animal Day website. In 2003, there were 44 events in 13 countries. And they estimate that this year, there's going to be around 1,000 events in 100 countries. See, this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Stuff changes. Mm-hmm. And the only re- reason this is growing is because people are going, right? Exactly. People care. Right, exactly. All right, so let's talk about some of the types of events that are going on. Okay, well, you know, there are all different kinds of awareness events, education type events where, you know, people will get together and, and maybe have like uh, the our local vegetarian society when they have their meetings once a month, you know, they'll have speakers come in and talk about different animal um, awareness things like uh different programs that they're working to stop and, you know, cruelty programs and stuff. So they'll talk about things like that. Um, then shelters will have adoption events and, you know, PetSmart is really good about having adoption events on Saturdays, uh, at least in our area. And I'm sure they do it all over. Um, but you know, if we go up to the local PetSmart here on Saturdays, a lot of times in the parking lot, they'll have, rescues and they'll have the great they always have the greyhounds out there and they have uh, um, uh, San Antonio Pets Alive goes out there that's the adoption branch of the shelter I mean the uh, animal control Mm -hmm. here and so they always go out there with their animals Um, so that's a good thing and then there's a variety of con- uh, conferences and workshops, animal blessing services. That's interesting. Oh yeah, I do. I now that I now that I uh, say that out loud, I do recall some of the local churches seeing mm-hmm. some things about animal blessings. Yeah, right. Then there's multiple fundraising events, so like concerts, sponsored walks. There's usually walks or runs here in San Antonio, mm-hmm. being as big as we are. Uh, school events to educate younger the younger generation about animal related competitions. Uh, concerts and films. Mm-hmm. Right. And so those are some of the types of events that they have in yeah. schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are also workshops to help educate people who own working animals. So if, if people who do still have working farms, you know, which we don't advocate, but there are people who do and have maybe horses that they use for, for draft animals or, or, you know, other kinds of things like that to help educate those people who own those animals on how to take care of them properly and treat them humanely, which I think is really important. Hopefully we'll get to one day where we don't have animals being used in that way at all. But at least for now, it's really important to have these owners understand that, you know, there's a right way and a wrong way to treat their animals. Mm-hmm. And hopefully get them to the point where they'll want to not do that anymore. Yeah. And then usually you'll see a lot of spay and neuter marathons and and veterinary uh, treatment camps going Mm -hmm. up. Uh, Yeah. A lot of times up in the the HEB parking lot, they'll Uh have um, the low cost vaccinations Mm -hmm. and the microchipping, which is really good. And then there's rabies prevention awareness, vaccination, radio and TV interviews to raise awareness of animal issues and World Animal Day and its mission, which is cool. Uh, And peaceful protest marches to either raise awareness of a specific 
animal wef- welfare issue. I had to say that slowly because I, <laughs> I trip up on stuff like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and to encourage the government to introduce uh, animal wild protection legislation as well. Right, exactly. So lots of different yeah. events that you can attend or even if there aren't any in your local area, you can start. You can start one. So even if you're listening to this podcast like Monday going, oh, bummer, yesterday was World Animal Day. So it's too late. Yeah, (laughs) There are still ways to get involved. Absolutely. Right? Okay, so there's adopting a pet, which Mm -hmm. we have four four rescues ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Sponsor an animal at a shelter. That's awesome. And there's so many. I know our Humane Society... Best Friends Animal Sanctuary, which, which we've talked about in the past, The Gentle Barn, a lot of these animal sanctuary type places, they do have the ability for you to, for, they do have the option for you to be able to sponsor mm-hmm. an animal, which is awesome. Right. And I know at um, several of them, and we talked about this last year, and we'll we'll talk about it again this year in November, uh, several of them will have uh, where you can sponsor a turkey. Yes. We sponsored for, our first turkey. We, right. we, did we do one or two? I think we did two. I think we did two. Yeah. And I it's really cool because they have little bios and yeah. everything. Awesome. Yeah. They have names and they have stories. Well, and as get we get closer to Thanksgiving, and... we'll share that with you guys for sure. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So you can um, not only sponsoring an animal at a shelter, but also like at a wildlife rescue would be a good thing because I know the wildlife rescues, a lot of times, you know, their work goes at least to the general public, their work goes kind of unnoticed a lot of times. I mean, unless you have an injured animal in your yard or something and, you know, you call 311 and they say, well, here, call animal rest. I mean, um, wildlife rescue. A lot of people don't really are not even really aware of that. So I think supporting them is really important as well, because what they do is they care for injured animals, rehab the ones they can. And then the ones they can't, you know, will go to a sanctuary. So that's really important work. Uh, you can also donate. Mm-hmm. So like food, blankets, beds, crates, toys, T-shirts. And it's you can always just call mm-hmm. your local animal shelter and ask what they're in need of. That's mm-hmm. very helpful to them. When right. you or go that. on their website. Most of them mm-hmm. will have a, like a wish list on their websites where they'll update it with what we need the most. Um, and, you know, periodically, a couple, probably a couple times a year, I'll go over to the Humane Society and take like old towels. Or when we got Molly a new crate for upstairs, I'd took her old one apart and you know it was a little beaten up but it's still functional and they were they were really happy to have that um so things like that then you can hold a fundraiser like at your work but of course you want to ask permission <laughs> get permission yeah <laughs> um yeah so some cool fundraiser ideas are you know and really easy ones this one doesn't even require money is you just have people bring in pet food to donate or, you know, blankets to donate to, to a local shelter. So that one, that's a no, you know, you don't have to ask people for cash. Um, just set up a box or something, just like you have kids toy drives at Christmas. I mean, you can do the same thing for animals. Yeah. And you can even get people to like donate other things such as like old books mm-hmm. and you can sell those and give the proceeds to the animal mm-hmm. shelter. That's a good idea. I like mm-hmm. that one. And then, or, um, and this is kind of cool, you can get together with coworkers and maybe sponsor an animal as a group. Ooh, that sounds really cool. Right. I never thought about that. So, I mean, if, you know, if a a sponsor, if an animal is, is $30 a month to sponsor, you know, if you have six people, that's $5 and you can sponsor an animal for a month. All right. What about for kids? 
Um, kids, you know, kids are really easy. There are so many things. Kids are so willing to learn about stuff like this. You know, anything that involves animals, I think uh, most kids are really open to. And I think there's there's lots of good opportunities. So to help kids learn about animals, there are tons, tons of good books that you can start reading to kids when they're really little, you know, so to get them learning and asking questions about animals. You can, uh, for school-age kids, invite someone from a rescue or a shelter to visit their classroom and tell them, you know, what goes on, what, how they take care of animals, um, you know, things like that. Uh, for older kids, maybe if there's a field trip that you could do to a shelter. Uh, you know, obviously you don't want to show kids traumatic things, but if you can go to a shelter and have maybe organized, maybe like a, like a field trip. Play, or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, like a play time where kids can play with it. And of course, you know, there are all kinds of considerations with schools and, and, um, kids with allergies and kids who are afraid of dogs. And, but, you know, I mean, if, if you're, if you homeschool or if you are in a small class situation, that might be something to consider. I mean, that's, just an idea. Well, you know, I think the best thing, quite honestly, you can do for kids is just be such a just be a good role model mm -hmm. with respect to how you talk about animals, how you treat animals, and how do you how you talk to your kids about animals. Mm -hmm. If you talk to them in a way that refers to animals like in a lower place than we are or not as important as we are, then I think that resonates with them. And if you talk to them about how important it is to take care of the animals, I think that really can have an impact on them. I think that's that's true. That is so true. I think you're right. That's the best way to do, you know, to teach compassion for animals and for other people, too. All right. Well, I think that does it for our main main topic. Happy World Animal Day, everyone. Yay, everybody go hug your animals. Go hug them all. Go hug your snakes and uh, your I'll mice hug, and your tarantulas. I'll hug Jake if I can. <laughs> He's having a, he was having some, he plays and he just yeah. loves this long hallway and he just will run up and down he's it. insane all right let's move into the recipe of the week all right so the recipe of the week in keeping with our um, topic today is homemade gluten-free vegan animal crackers that sounds really good these are actually more like cookies they're not like the they're not cracker crackers but they're not super sweet either do you um, use like the um animal cookie cutters with these i guess i don't <laughs> Then how are the animal crackers? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I was trying to think because I've done this recipe before, uh -huh. but I didn't actually, I just cut them in circles. Oh, remember? okay. Um, so, yeah, I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> to answer your question. All right. So we'll have a link, right? That's from mm -hmm. the Forks and Beans. Fork and Beans. Uh, yeah. Fork and Beans, sorry. Fork and Beans, and beans uh, podcast, uh, uh -huh. website. Yes. Okay. Let's move into the quote of the week. The quote this week is from St. Francis of Assisi. And he said, Not to hurt our humble brethren, meaning the animals, is our first duty to them, but to stop there is not enough. We have a higher mission, to be of service to them whenever they require it. If you have men who will exclude any of God's creatures from the shelter of compassion and pity, you will have men who will deal likewise with their fellow men. I love that saying. I've heard a variation of it to say something along the lines of uh, how people treat animals is mm -hmm. how they treat other people. Mm -hmm. I completely agree with that. I never, I, I just have such, such uh, an issue with people who just, that don't like animals. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, are you, they're like, 
the most innocent souls on the on the planet, you know. Mm-hmm. So. You know, something similar, and I'm I'm gonna butcher this, I know, but it's the spirit of it. Um, and I can't think of. I just saw it the other day. I mean, I've seen it over and over, but I can't think of who this is. It said that uh, if if your dog doesn't like someone, don't trust that person. If I mean, uh, yeah. If your dog doesn't like, never mind. <laughs> I think Forget I heard it. something to say. You know I don't trust anybody who my dog doesn't like. Is that yeah. kind of what yeah, you're trying to say? Yeah, it's something like if if uh, a person says they don't like animals, don't trust that person. Yeah. If you're if an animal doesn't like a person, trust that animal. Yeah, trust your animal. Yeah, yeah that's something. That's like that. very true. Yeah. All right. So, what do we want to ask the folks this week? Well, it's an easy one. How? Will you, or how did you, I guess, since this will be, it'll be after, uh, celebrate animals on World Animal Day and every day, because every day is really World Animal Day. Yep, you can always do any of these things. And October, like you said, it's a big month for vegetarians Mm -hmm. all over. Right. All right, I think that does it for our show this week. If you would like to support our show, there are a couple of things you can do. First of all, one of the things you can do is go out to iTunes and leave us a rating if you haven't haven't done so yet. A five-star rating would be amazing. We read all of our five-star ratings on the show. That's how stoked we still get. I mean, remember the first time we ever got a five-star rating? We were mm-hmm. so excited. And, I mean, we have now over 100, and we I still get so excited every time we I get know. One. Well, when we get a new one during the day, I'll text. Um, I'll take a screenshot of it and text it to you. <laughs> Yeah. Like, Look what we got. Yeah. So that's a that's a pretty quick way you can go, give us some love and uh, support the show. Another way you can do it is by visiting our products tab on our podcast. We have a favorite products tab where you'll on the website on the website uh, where you will see some uh, of the products that we've talked about in the past and some maybe we haven't talked about them but we like them mm-hmm. <laughs> and that them. links out to our Amazon store uh, and anything you buy through that link will. Amazon will kick us back a few pennies on that at no extra charge to you. And we really appreciate that because we know some folks go out there. Of course, it's anonymous. I mean, we don't know who's buying what. But um, it's really cool that people go out there and do that because they do that even when it's they're not buying some of our products. Mm-hmm. That's really cool because it still kind of tips the show and you're not really spending any extra money that you wouldn't have been spending already anyways. Exactly. So, you know, if you if you need to go on Amazon and, and buy undershirts, you know, if you click on if you just go to our website and click on any link in our our favorite products tab it'll take you to amazon and then anything you buy while you're on amazon through from clicking that we'll we'll get credit for yeah so it's it's just like buying us a buying us a smoothie or a juice right (laughs) (laughs) all right i think that does it for our episode this week until next time peace out bye thanks for joining us today on vegetarian zen we've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet You can download it right now by visiting VegetarianZen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.